Hey guys, Murray Valeriano of the Road Stories Podcast here, doing things a little different today. I know what you're thinking, oh Christ, not Mike Siegel again. <laughs> How many I times? get that reaction a lot. How many times? 100, 150? How many times? On this show? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Okay. Uh, we're, doing a, we're doing a little bit of a, a cross uh, episodes today. We're doing a Road Stories slash uh, Travel Tales podcast. Not unlike when the Fonz would go on Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> if um, I can make an older reference. Um, oh, so yeah, we did that because my c- computer crashed and Mike asked me on to to talk about my recent military tours, which is actually good because I don't think I really talked about them in depth on my show, even though I've, I talked about them. But I don't think so. Uh, stick around and you'll hear me talk about my recent tour of the Navy uh, out uh, off the coast of Hawaii and my Middle East tour. And you can also listen to the Travel Tales podcast. At TravelTalesPodcast.com, also on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Any other plugs you got in there? Um, let's see. Plugs for your show. I'm not selling any t-shirts. Your show. Oh, speaking of t-shirts, the Road Stories <laughs> t-shirts. Um, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Okay. And Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. Okay, great. Oh, I'm at Murray V. Murray V. Comedy. I'm new on Instagram. I'm enjoying it. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's a lot of fun. Murray V. Comedy on Instagram. Follow me there. Um, again, real quick, Mike. I'm sorry you have to put up with this. Hit the donation button, and if you donate ten to fifteen dollars, you get a signed CD. If you donate fifteen to twenty-five dollars, you get a T-shirt. If you donate over twenty-five dollars, Mike, guess what you get? Uh, live performance from Murray Valeriana. <laughs> oh crap! Don't give don't don't, <laughs> don't put any ideas in anyway. You get a T-shirt and a CD. Oh, you get a T-shirt a and a CD. Right it's there. a double shot. So anything you can't over, afford not to give more than that. It's a deal. Let's do the math right now. No, it's not. Um, so. <laughs> Do that. Uh, so anything over $25 you get. And I say this as always. Uh, the two things I say about donations, every donation you give me goes into the podcast. I don't, I'm not paying my mortgage with it. I'm not taking Mike Siegel out to dinner with it. Um, oh, I wish. And the other thing I always say, if you don't, if you don't donate, I'm still going to do the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate all the donations that have come in. And if you got your T-shirt and your CDs, please send me a, a note and say thank you and let me know you got it. And be sure to check out Mike Siegel if you're on any ocean liners Yes. over Christmas. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to the Caribbean on the Celebrity Summit, okay. I believe, And then the Holland America, New Amsterdam. Ah, mm-hmm. Wear the wooden all shoes. Caribbean. Yes. All right, uh, so check out Mike Siegel. Uh, also, when he tours and comes to your town, he's very funny. And thanks for listening. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Drunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Hey, Murray, thank you for doing this. It's been a few years since you've been on Travel Tales, and in that time, I think I've done 50 episodes of your podcast. <laughs> uh, by the way, I need you to come on next week <laughs> and do another one. Why not? You're a good, uh, you're a good guest. You're a good interviewer. Well, you. you're, you're somewhat charming and funny. Somewhat. Somewhat. Thank, I appreciate it. Um, you are stuck on cruise ships, so I always <laughs> love hearing about that. Are by the you, way, mine is the Road Stories podcast. You the can Road subscribe podcast, for free sorry, on, uh, on iTunes or go to roadstories.tv or are you still part of the All Things Comedy Network? I am part of the All Things Comedy Network, an excellent network. I, I avoided networks for a very long time. Um, and they avoided you. <laughs> one of them, <laughs> one, one of them, oh, like, I was going to go with one, 
and I won't say which one it was, but of the nerds out there, it's the nerdist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they owned like they owned it or something like that. Ridiculous. They owned like, yours. They owned. Oh, that's the deal you said. Yeah, okay. yeah. It used to be. I don't know if it's that way anymore. And uh, whatever, Hardwick has millions of dollars. He doesn't yeah. need the forty-eight. Cents, He's fine. The forty-eight cents I generate on my podcast. <laughs> right. He's fine. We love Chris Hardwick. He's a good friend of both of ours. I'm just giving him shit. Um, I know we were. At, uh, you've been traveling a bunch lately, but mm-hmm. you just uh, you were just in the Middle East. Yeah, I was in the Middle East over the summer, and you were supposed to go to Italy, and that got uh, canned. That got canceled. That got canceled. I I, I was in Hawaii, mm-hmm. or a hundred miles off the coast of Hawaii, and uh, these are all military. Programs. These are all military tours. I've been doing some gigs for the military, and. Let me tell you, when you're looking at flying to Italy from Hawaii and they say, nope, they're canceling it, you're like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that a, is a long a flight. Hell of a flight. Really, let me see. It was six hours from Hawaii to LAX. And then commercial flights? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not like military aircraft. Or no, no. I did, I did uh, an aircraft, a couple aircraft carriers, and I, t- I had to take military uh, airplanes and helicopters over to the ships. So the island you were on off of Hawaii, what was the name of it? Oahu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the island of yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I am an avid surfer. Yeah. I go to the... Oahu is Mecca of surfing. And you didn't get a chance to Didn't surf. even touch the water. Didn't even touch the water. You As didn't go to the north... Uh, didn't get it to the north shore. North shore. But they did have a... Uh, the helicopter who picked us up, the military helicopter, oh, cool. was like, hey, you know, we're one of you's a surfer, so we don't have to land until 1030. So we're just going to fly over the North Shore. This is very apocalypse now. Yeah, very, very much. Charlie don't surf. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> not yet. Still. He's still <laughs> he not might, surfing. Maybe a little He's bit. still not surfing. He wind right. surfs, which is, uh, <laughs> you know. But anyway, the other helicopter uh, broke down. And so we we're stuck on the pad for an hour. So I didn't get to fly over the North Shore. Ah. So it ev- it evades me once again. Evades is that the right word? If, yeah, yeah. It evades me once again. The Have North you surfed Shore. Hawaii? I surfed Hawaii. Yeah, I've never been to. That was the first time I've been to Oahu. I usually go to Kauai. Oh, okay. So you haven't been? Uh, you haven't seen the Bonsai Pipeline? No, I have not Jaws. seen the Bonsai Pipeline or Jaws. Jaws is like third reef out. You can't see it from the land. Could you? You're a good surfer, but could you do that? Or is that that scares the hell out of what, you? What Jaws? Yeah, or Piahi or like What's the biggest wave you've surfed? I want to say a 15 foot face. Yeah, um, and those big wave contests don't start until thirty feet. Oh I think. I think thirty feet. I those think is Mavericks. Crazy. Yeah, everybody always asks if I could surf Mavericks, or and I always say this: I could surf the wave. I couldn't survive the fall. <laughs> I mean, people literally. I have a buddy who's training. He's literally training for two years to surf Mavericks. That's up in Northern California. Yeah, that's Northern California. Yeah. That's um, Half Moon Bay. And it's the same thing in, in, with Jaws or Piahi. Um, you just, you're held under for two minutes. You, two minutes? Yeah. And it's all, die it's, all the time, don't they? Mm, not, as they much, not as much as you'd think. Yeah. But. <laughs> because the people doing it are actually uh, they, they've trained for, They trained yeah. for two years. Yeah. Me, I, I get in a 10-foot swell and I start panicking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wee! But uh, I've been, listen, I've been held under a while. And it's, there's no more feeling of, helplessness than being held under by the ocean yeah that happened to me when i was learning in costa rica mm-hmm. and uh and i was always been a good swimmer and i was a lifeguard and all that other stuff and the, there was that one and it probably held me down for just like you know five you know a few seconds sure but 
when you don't, you know, you think you're about to come up, you're you know you're out of air and you still can't get up. Oh yeah. And then panic sets in. Yeah. That was like that was enough to scare me straight. The, the panic is what kills you. It was the panic. It's it was the, just like oh, you know, that split second. I was like, I'm not going to get up. Yeah, I've read many interviews with like. Uh, uh, Ken Bradshaw, I think is his name, and, and uh, big wave surfers, and they're just like you're mostly mentally training to not panic because once you panic, it's your over. Heartbeat, you got to keep it. You start doing stupid stuff. You right. expend your energy. You, you know, and it's always, and it's and it's so weird because let's say you you're used to holding your breath for 15 seconds, at 16 seconds, it's like shit. Right, 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 <laughs> just right. that one extra. But one extra uh, out of your comfort zone, mm. you can go south really quickly. Yeah. So, okay, you fly into Hawaii. Mm-hmm. How many other comics were there? Just one comic. Just one other guy? Yeah, we did a two-man show. Who was it? Who was uh, it? Gary Brightwell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know okay. if you know Gary. Sure. He's a good guy. He's done a lot of those military things. We flew into, Hawaii. We flew into Pearl Harbor Hickman. Okay. Hickman, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor Hickman. I still haven't been to that memorial. Oh. I haven't seen it. I did. I went to past that memorial. Did it live in infamy that day? Uh, <laughs> I when we sailed into all right, we flew out to the aircraft carrier, the USS John C. Stennis, mm-hmm. not the professional wrestler. Uh, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, John Cena. That's I got to confuse. Really, after the wrestler? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we flew out there to show. When we sailed in, we sailed in on the carrier into Pearl Harbor for the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Oh wow! And all the sailors got in their dress whites. Lined the decks, the, the the flight deck, the vulture walk, the whole nine yards. They blared the national anthem over the speakers and sailed by the USS Arizona saluting. Oh, wow. If you don't cry That's <laughs> or cool. get choked up in that, man, you have That's no soul. I'm dying to know what, what the inside of an aircraft carrier looked like. Oh, I man. Mean, they're, they're just like cities, right? They're just massive. They're huge. For, uh, the one I was on over the summer was 27 stories. 27. 27 stories. And it's, they're all, it's all compartments. Yeah. So every four steps, you have to step through a, like an oval doorway. So you have to step and duck Oof. like every four steps. And there's, I don't understand how, how they get around. Cause I'm just lost. Cause every compartment looks exactly like every compartment. Right. And it's like, you know, I think the number is like level one compartment. 47 a you know like i don't even know how the numbers go and it was just i felt like a kid <laughs> like <laughs> holding up my key can you tell me where to go to sleep <laughs> this is so how many people are on these things uh that one how many thousand that was 3500 but they weren't fully decked they weren't deployed so yeah. there there's much more uh, when they're fully deployed 3500 people cost it's an insane amount of money Oh man, just billions, I, billions. Oh, easy. Um, and then watching the the memorials because there's a memorial for every ship that was hit in in Pearl Harbor. You're just like, man, they decimated our navy. Yeah, <laughs> like they they took they down chose the right target. Yeah, I mean everything was in. There was there was about I want to say I'm, I'm guessing here. Forgive me, historians. Six ships hit. You know, one the Oklahoma capsized. Uh, Arizona's down. You can still see the Arizona, yeah. by the way. It's still under That's there. That's what they built the memorial. Yeah, over. they built the memorial. It's leaking over. oil still. It's still leaking oil. Um, they also have the USS Missouri, I believe it is, where they signed the treaty mm-hmm. with Japan. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, You can take a tour of that, which was I didn't. I just sailed by it. I didn't take any tours. Um, so what was the room like that you did the show in? Was it like it a was mess a, hall? No, no, it was a hangar. 
It was oh, a hanger. hanger. Okay. It was a hanger. And so you didn't do the show on the aircraft carrier. Oh no, the hanger on the aircraft carrier. Oh, there's a hanger. The there's a hanger on the aircraft carrier. No, it's under the it's under the flight deck. Oh wow. So they have ele- these massive elevators that carry the planes down uh-huh. and they roll them into the hangar. Oh, sure. Okay. And either store them there or fix them if they have any problems. So they set up a stage and a uh, speaker system, which was really actually a really good speaker system. I'm oh, surprised. Great. Usually, you know, usually you get thrown up in a mess hall or right. something and interrupt people's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much time did you do? Half hour. Me and Gary did a half hour each. So a we big did crowd, an hour show. Good turnout? Oh, big turnout. Yeah, yeah. Really big turnout. Um, the hangar is sectioned in, I don't know, probably football fields. So the aircraft carrier is about four football fields long. Mm-hmm. So our show is in one football field, I guess. Wow. And then the football field over there, they were playing touch football. <laughs> <laughs> Apropos. Uh, hey, there's a comedy show over here. Nope. nope. They want to play touch football. Go, so I, go long. I, t- I tried to get one of the, I tried to get the quarter. I guess I had to call it. I mean, come I on, know. really? They're over there. Ch- I'm like, I, just, I had to mention it. So I, the mic. I'm open. I, did, I tried to get him to throw it and he flipped me off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, good. No, but I can't catch a ball anyway. Those are our so. brave men. <laughs> What's so? Uh, so, what was the tour supposed to be like? You were supposed to go just one show in Hawaii and then on to Italy. Yeah, well, it, it depends. I mean, the we did one show, but it, it could have been two shows. It could have been three shows. This was thrown. I don't know why it was put together so uh, quick. And but we didn't know what was going. Like Gary and I, first of all, it's usually four comics yeah. going, and it was just two. And then we thought, oh, maybe we were part of a Christmas show. Uh, my friend Gary had done one similar where he was with two comics and Dishwalla, that band Dishwalla. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. So counting blue cars, right? Yeah, is that it? yeah. So we thought maybe it was that, and um, no, it was just two two comics. And then the last aircraft carrier I did, we did a night show and then we did a morning show at 9 a.m. for the crew the morning who, show. for the crew who the worked zoo, all night. Baby. The morning zoo, baby. For the crew who worked all night who <laughs> felt like... Murray and Gary in the morning. They just wanted to go to bed, man. That yes. was that was a rough show. Bothering people at breakfast for. Uh, they, they ask us to do it, we do it. And they, I was just like, I apologize. I'm like, I know you guys want to be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. But we did that. We did a tight. It was four of us. Were these for people that work like a twenty-four hour shift? So they're doing the night shift, or they're coming off that? Yeah, well, they don't work. They work the tw- the eight or twelve, but they do the like you know seven to eight yeah, a.m. or what? Yeah. yeah, the graveyard. So these dudes are ready for bed. <laughs> they just want to go sleep all day, and you know, I make a stupid penis joke for them before <laughs> they go to bed. <laughs> have you ever gotten bad feedback from the military? I have not. I have not. Have I do you got no- good feedback. <laughs> I have not. Okay. <laughs> no, we actually got really good. We got picked up in port by, they're called the WMR, I think is the company. Something, something in recreation. Okay. They, they kind of book, it's, they, they book the entertainment and the, they're called the, the guy who runs, it's called the fun boss on the ship. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. so the fun boss, uh, like as soon as we landed, he picked us up. He's like, I heard you guys were great. You did these jokes about tattoos and they loved it and all that stuff. So we're very excited that they, they enjoyed it. It's bizarre. Every time I, I go through an airport and I see the soldiers going through like, and they're kids, they're like 18. Oh. They're just, they're, they are kids. Yeah. It's amazing watching them. I did. I did a, I did a show for the ceremonial guard. 
mm-hmm. which is or the guys training to be the ceremonial guard. And those are the the like playing over the caskets. And, yeah, they they, yeah. They, they they guard the tomb of the unknown soldier. They do the presidential funerals, and these guys are are, are eighteen, nineteen, twenty, <laughs> plucked out of boot camp and trained to remain emotionless and expressionless. Oh, the perfect audience. <laughs> perfect comedy. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> that was rough. I mean, at one point, 20 guys were marched in and told to sit down and watch the show. And as soon as the show was... T- Laugh. <laughs> Those are rotors. Laugh. <laughs> and as soon as the show was over, they were mar- up and marched out. Oh, God. So that was a, that was a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Middle East tour you did? The Middle East, I did um, Djibouti. North mm-hmm. Africa. Capital of Djibouti. Is it? Is Djibouti. Is Djibouti? Mm-hmm. The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Djibouti, Djibouti. Djibouti, Djibouti. Yeah, like New York, New York. Ah, the country's so nice they named it twice. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, Djibouti and Bahrain and another carrier uh, in the Persian Gulf or the Arabian Gulf, as I learned it is called. Well, aren't there, aren't there, uh, is that the same Gulf? Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't know either. <laughs> Persian Gulf is something we said uh, during the war. Yeah, apparently it changed Desert during storm. the Yeah, apparently it changed during the war, and they call it the Arabian Gulf <laughs> or Persian Gulf. I don't know. I could have. You don't want to give the Iranians any uh, yeah credit. Yeah, yeah. The uh, well, Persians old school. Oh yeah, Back yeah. BC. Yeah. Oh, totally. We use the BC terms. I know. I like and how the Iranians in Beverly Hills they all they call themselves Persians. Right. right. <laughs> you don't want to say Iranians in America. Well, I'm Byzantine. <laughs> <laughs> Did. Uh, were those better shows or the? the uh, well, kind of first deal? of all, that show was not that our show was great in Hawaii. Let's not mm-hmm. let's not derail not that. From what I've heard, from uh, the military. Oh briefings. well, you didn't talk to the fun boss. <laughs> <laughs> fun boss quoted my tattoo joke. That uh, should be that should be your new uh, nickname. Fun boss. Fun boss. Murray Fun Boss <laughs> Valeriano. Uh, I need a hook. Uh, <laughs> that, that we did a bunch. I did a bunch of shows, and they were great to awful. In, yeah. in that on that tour and that was a long tour man that was 30 hours to get there cool. i think because you know you got a booker who's booking this and you know you're a comic uh they don't if they can save five dollars you're getting a nine hour layover oh, in sure. some in some like in airport or something <laughs> uh we came back at frankfurt we did a we did a five hour layover in london mm-hmm. and we're and i was like oh man we got five hours when we get to london let's go out and have lunch there's no way you know, I'm even, like, he throws a zoo. Going to bed. <laughs> <I'm> going <laughs> to crawl up in a corner and sleep. Just getting out of Heathrow oh. is, is a nightmare. I mean, yeah, it, and it, it's gotten bigger since the last time yeah, I was there. It's man. massive. Oh, and then, it's so and huge. the security lines are ridiculous yeah. always. So we're like, nope. I've well, never been through Heathrow when it wasn't a, a just a madhouse. Oh, yeah. And now they have, uh, you can rent hotel rooms. In the in the airport. in the airport, yeah, and it's like sixty bucks for three hours or whatever. Oh, just take a quick nap. And take a nap. It's great. Do a little, you know, little banging. What? I don't. <laughs> Three hours, you know. Okay. <laughs> Plenty of time. All right. I don't. I'm traveling with two other dudes. Uh, I don't know what you. I don't know if you get in your business. All right. Well, <laughs> apparently you're just getting in my business right there, and now I'm uncomfortable. Uh, so that was that was a layover there, and then we had to when I flew to Ethiopia, and then there was a layover there, and then I flew oh, to Qatar, oh. and then I flew to Djibouti. Oh, By the way, God. Ethiopian Airlines, the worst. Airlines I've ever been on. I I flew them and it was great. Really? Yeah. No. But I had a brand new plane. I was flying it from. Um, Are uh, you sure you weren't on Qatar? Because Qatar was no, great. Ethiopian really? Airlines is on my way back from uh, after the Kilimanjaro. 
climb. So right, right. From Zanzibar to uh, the capital of Ethiopia. Uh huh. Ethiopia, Ethiopia. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name of it. It's escaping me now. Okay. And uh, yeah, I got in. It was like a brand new plane, but I was flying business class. Oh, okay. So it was nice. I was, and I had the choice of either uh, like a Western meal or uh, an Ethiopian. Oh, meal. I got the Ethiopian meal. Yeah, it yeah. was great. Yeah, I mean, plus I'm like, a vegetarian, so there, oh, it was it's perfect. all yeah. But uh, yeah, we flew across and it was, it was fine. But again, it was a, it was a new plane. Okay, it was, it was I'm nice. pretty sure it was Ethiopian Airlines. I I could be getting my airline. I remember There's Qatar Airlines was great. Yeah, but I mean, Etihad is another one. And what was it? Etihad. No, I didn't fly that. Okay. No, I'm, I'm I'm if I had to put a hundred dollars, I say it's Ethiopian. First of all, boarding at eleven thirty, at night. Yeah, taking off at twelve fifteen. Mm-hmm. We didn't take off till one one ten. And that was that's the mo. Like people were moseying in at like twelve forty five, like not rushed to get to their. Like when right. I got in, I'm like, wow, the plane's empty. This is great. <laughs> and then it just slowly packed in. Nobody. And right. then trash in the in the aisles. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was bad. Murray in first class, we didn't have those problems. Oh, I'm sorry, there. you got bumped up to first class from business class when you told me the story thirty yeah. seconds ago. <laughs> I think it was a two class plane, and I also. Th- I think I remember this distinctly because I was the only person up there. Oh, I was really? Flying on miles. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, it was me and one other guy, and the rest of it empty. Yeah, up there, and nice. that which you don't see in America. Right. You know, they fill every seat with oh, either flyers or whatever. You know, absolutely. Somebody's getting upgraded. There, nope. We'll just keep it empty. <laughs> I don't know what went on behind me, but up there it was nice. And then I had to, at a certain point, people were uh, praying to Mecca. So if you had to go to the bathroom, you had to step over a bunch of people. Really? Mm-hmm. They were praying in the in the aisles. Yeah, yeah. Did they put the that was call pretty cool. That was the, pretty cool to see. Yeah, they put the call over the speakers, like the oh the call to prayer, like whatever that. I think that was it. I think that was it. Yeah. Oh no, there was no. I don't think there was a call, but they they definitely knew. Yeah, they're definitely they're in the bulkhead and and all that. Hey man, I know it's there, but does God give a shit? <laughs> well, praying a, in the aisle. That's a different podcast, airplane. isn't it? <laughs> I know. I get what you're doing, but uh, I don't get what you're doing. Yeah, I think you can wait. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you get there after this horrendous flight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did give you any time? Do you get any time to like walk around town and see the town? Or uh, <laughs> oh, really? Did we want to go out and walk out and see Djibouti? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Let's put it this way out, right outside the front gate of liminaire base in Djibouti is a working gallows pole mm. where they hang people regularly. <laughs> so now that'd be interesting to see. Oh, no, so there horrible. was not, I was not allowed off base. <laughs> oh yeah. Did they tell you like, don't, well, there, first of all, I couldn't get off base. I yeah, mean, yeah. the security alone was ridiculous. No, this is like, this is a huge base. They had just sunk $500 million into it. Mm-hmm. So we're not going anywhere. We're in we're in Shibuti for a long time, and it's a joint. So, Air Force, uh, Army, Navy, Marines, the CIA. We don't leave any country. I know, which I know. We have bases in like a hundred countries. Or I know, I know. Some it's ridiculous. I know. It's like oh, you got an empire to support, my friend. I know, and people don't understand. Like, I mean, not to get political or anything with Trump saying, "Oh, we're going to make these. We're not going to. We're not going to police these." countries unless they step oh yeah we are because we're in their countries and that's part of the deal yeah we pay them rent and we also give police <laughs> that's that's how we have bases everywhere and we remain a world empire so yeah. anyway i don't want to get political but uh so this was huge they had sunk my buddy who was there 
like six years ago was sleeping in tents. I had a I had a barracks, which was good. And they're also now uh, the military is sleeping in. You ever see those cargo uh, big cargo boxes on trains? Yeah. They're, they 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 use those. They've converted those. Into, They've converted those yeah. into apartments. Shipping containers. Shipping yeah. containers, and they they sleep too, to a, a shipping mm-hmm. container. So they they live in those now over there. What was the temperature? Hundred and thirty. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just you. Once you, once you just realize that everybody has crack sweat, <laughs> like you're just comfortable with it. You're yeah, just, you you're just gonna, vanity out the window. Yeah, when vanity out. Hot. You're just going to be drenched. There's a. They gave me a, a water bottle, and they have refilling stations every hundred yards or so. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's all they did was just drink. Are you drinking? Drink. Are you drinking? Drink. 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 Sure. 130 degrees. So it was just 140 on the aircraft carrier. But we'll get to that later. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, you can get to it now. <laughs> 140 <laughs> degrees? Yeah. Oh it, was, oh, it was rough. There's a picture of me. On Below s- deck, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. This was in the hangar again. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it was... It just You just walk on stage drenched. Like, you can't even... It looks like flop sweat, but you're having a good set. Right, <laughs> you know? right. It's just you you're pass just out drenched. with that. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. So you just drink. I mean, I had a towel on stage, three bottles of water, and I was only doing twenty minutes on that one. <laughs> Ooh, that was rough. So but then you take your shirt off. You just take your shirt off. Yeah, I pull McConaughey a Burt, style. I pull a Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that oh. that one uh, Liminaire, Liminaire, I believe is the base in uh, Djibouti was cool because we we did a they had a rec room a huge rec room with a stage because people live there for you know so that was an actual show mm-hmm. so that was good that was fun um but uh oh then we went to uh you know we went to the the q this is my the, the qrf the quick response force they are off in a corner of the base and you're there's signs as you drive closer if you pass this point without authorization you will be shot kind of kind of thing so i'm like mm-hmm. we have authorization don't we as we're pulling in the van where's the fun boss <laughs> and they're the guys who are on they're on call 24 7 and they're, they're something happens in town something happens in they're town the first out of the gate they're the first out of the gate if something happens on the base they're the first there they're, yeah. and they're marines and they're all like 20 and they're all ripped <laughs> you know they could rip your head off by like mm-hmm. thinking about it and so they brought they gave us a tour of their you know so we got to sit in the humvees and hold 50 caliber rifles and wear their flak jackets and how much do those flak jackets weigh Can you like 30 pounds or something standing like that? in the heat and those things oh, all day yeah absolutely man oh sat in the turrets and all that stuff and they were super cool the guys were really nice and they're like all right so we'll see you at the show eight o'clock I'm like oh we can't go to the show we can't go to the show it's right. we're on we're on call twin and so we're like well what time's your uh what time's your last patrol get in we are like 7 p.m it's like all right we'll be back at 705 we'll do a show for you guys and so we went back at 705 the last humvee had pulled in they're sitting up in their turrets mm-hmm. sitting over their guns i put together like a pile of two by fours and made a stage and we did a show for these guys for like 25 minutes 30 minutes it was great yeah you, oh, just they did it on, you just made that call on your own just made that call on our own it was there. They said sure. We got authorized, so we didn't get shot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Came back. It was my favorite. Might have been my favorite show of all year. Uh, it was great. so much fun. It was so, and they loved it. And there was one guy, you know, a lot of Christians in the military, and so there was oh. one guy who didn't like the cussing. Oh boy! So I made fun of him all night. But the Marine doesn't. The Marine like doesn't like the cussing. Oh, like, please, right? I know. Like you watch his buddy get shot, and he's gonna go, "Oh, poopy." <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like the cussing. <laughs> It's funny. Wow. There was a lot. It was funny. There was. I did a. 
I did a joke on the carrier about religion. My dad's a Southern Baptist preacher, yeah. so I've been exploring that a lot in stand-up lately. And I did a joke about, which may or may not be pro-Christianity, and it didn't get a big response. And, uh, <laughs> and then as we're going to bed in the on the aircraft carrier, the captain comes on, you go, uh, this is your captain. Uh, here's the chaplain for the good night prayer. I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> now yeah. I now I see why that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was I was I was bunking with this Steve Maison, another comic, who's a atheist, and so we've been talking. You know, we're talking about that joke and stuff. Steve, former guest of the show. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Steve's awesome, and, and a Navy man. Former yeah, Navy former man. Navy guy. And <laughs> and the chaplain comes on over the loudspeakers, like, ah, oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for a. a another day of freedom and and all that and when we also thank you for the comedians who came out and entertained us and i hear steve in the bunk go oh <laughs> <laughs> ah, i was turning your cold atheist Aww. heart yeah towards jesus <laughs> he got i feel i tell this story every time somebody brings this up but Maison, and i'm telling this with i believe with steve Maison's permission uh he got hammered one night uh-huh. <laughs> and we, all right. So we're on Camp Luminaire in Djibouti and it's, you're only allowed two drinks and, on this base because it's a Muslim nation. Well, hard to get. From this, well, this is sovereign well, US, US territory. Yeah. We can drink whatever we want, but is they don't because want, there's weapons around. Everywhere? Yes. They don't want people, <laughs> yeah. you know, they don't want people getting drunk yeah. and starting fights and tripping so, over a hand grenade. Yeah, totally. And uh, so we get invited to a, a chief's mess. This is the higher ups, their their kind of mess hall or where they they mm-hmm. go. And I thought I didn't know what a chief's mess was. And you go, oh, it's like, you know, where the colonels and stuff hang out. And so we go there and it's like underground and it's camoed out and there's got a full bar and they're just all hammered. Right. And I'm like, I thought you could only have two drinks on this base. And one guy goes, We don't answer to anybody on this base. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and so Well then I'll have a double. <laughs> it turns out these are not they're not affiliated they're like special ops but not affiliated with any branch of the military they're not private contractors are they? Pri- they're private contractors oh, they're yeah, private contract killers they're and uh man it was like five guys or seven guys just got out of somalia they're embedded in somalia for eight months just killing people and uh i found out why later they wouldn't tell me but that's where al-qaeda has fled to out mm-hmm. of afghanistan so that's where all ahead of that's why we're in somalia killing people and uh, so Steve, when we go in there, Steve, to his uh, defense, says, oh, I'm turning it up. If there's drinking, I'm turning it up. And so he gets behind the bar and just starts drinking. And we're drinking with these special ops guys. And he, uh, there's this one guy who has, you know, just big buff dude. He's got a big, thick mustache. He starts calling him Tom Selleck, you know, because of this thick mustache. He's like, hey, Tom Selleck, who wants another drink? You know, just being the being the funny comedian or whatever, probably just pissing everybody off. And, <laughs> and towards the end of the night, he's like, they close the bar. Steve breaks open the bar. He's like, I'm buying a round for everybody. Come on. Who want Murray? You want another beer? I'm like, yeah, I'll have another beer. You want another beer? Come on. Tom Selleck, you want another beer? And he's like, no. He goes, come on, Tom Selleck. Don't be a pussy. And I saw in Tom Selleck's eyes for like two seconds, the eyes of a killer. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, his facial expression just was like, I'm going to kill it for like two seconds. And then he was back to smiling. Uh-huh. I'm like, Steve, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get the check. Oh, yeah, there was God. a whole bunch of just crazy, like, man, just crazy stuff. I remember our first day at that, at that base, 
I saw a bunch of guys with uh, like those long hipster beards and like the part on the side, you know. Oh, really? And I'm like, really? They're letting hipsters in? And like, skinny jeans. And, yeah, and yeah. like, nope, they're not hipsters. Those guys are uh, going to be embedded over in Syria or wherever. So they grow Saudi Arabia. So they're growing their beards out. And right. when the when the colonel told me, that, I was like, oh, shit, that makes sense. So I went and looked for them the next day. They were gone. Mm -hmm. They were gone. Maybe they're going to open up an artisanal uh, cheese shop. <laughs> They're going to tour with the Kings of Leon. <laughs> a micro, a microbrewery there, and uh, they're, they're going to open one up. Well, that was a really, that was a really eye-opening experience. Being yeah. Over what, there, did, man. what did? How was your after doing these? Like, how was your opinion changed of the military and America? Well, I'll be honest with you. It's really easy to say, and it's in stand-up. You know, in stand-up, whenever you, you say it's such a cheesy applause break when you're saying, oh, I just got back from entertaining the troops. It, you, yeah, you automatically Yay. get applause. And it's considered a total hack move. And yeah. people usually say that when they're tanking, just so they get yeah. people on their side. <laughs> but, you know, they usually follow it up, oh, well, I want to thank you for your service. And mm -hmm. when I first got there, is you know, people were like, oh, thank you for coming out. Oh, well, thank you for your service. And then after like a day, my, it was like, dude, be careful. Like, get home safe, all right? Thank you for all you do. Like, it didn't roll. It was, you know, I, I was guilty. It was just rolling out. Thank you for your service. But then it was, it's like, fuck, man. Because you, it's easy to say, oh, they sacrificed a lot. Until you see what they actually sacrifice, mm -hmm. you know, let alone family life and entertainment. And there was one base we went to, which doesn't exist. And uh, they had one DVD to watch. House and oddly enough, it was your, it was your uh, stand-up special. <laughs> and they also have three uh, Rusty Cow CDs. <laughs> it was CDs. Rusty Cow CD. <laughs> <laughs> they had one, it was House Party 2. House Party 2. House Party 2. Couldn't that, even get the original. Couldn't even get the original. They had to go with the Pajama Jammy Jam. And uh, that's all. I got a lot of screeners they could use. That's why I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to... I, I, I got a buddy who's uh, the head of a big production company who's going to help me start sending these screeners over. I'm trying to get the Writers Guild involved. To send because we get screeners through the unions of movies and yeah, stuff, and they okay. just go look. The look, I'm about to throw a box of them. Away. I know. Look at my shelves over there. They're all screeners, and they're all going in the garbage. I know. But he's so DVDs. can't even donate them. Well, well, we're trying. We're trying is what I want to do. What I'd like to do, but yeah. So I mean, you really, you really do experience what they experience, and they. I mean, it's not like they're over there and miserable. I'm sure you know. I mean, they like what they do. You know, they, there's a reason why they do what they do, and, and they're proud and they of what up. they do, and they Port, signed up I mean, for it. And you know, and, and like what the colonel said is, "Hey, man, when you go on these tours, ask them questions because they're proud of what they do." And and they are, man. I got to get the inner workings of an F-16, you know, and and watch the, you know, get inside the cockpit and look around, and and they're happy to tell tell me about it. Mm -hmm. You know, held, held up. I, oh, I, I bomb robots. Those robots that go into into the uh, looking for land, looking for landmines and bombs. I got to drive a couple of those. Oh, really? Those like a remote awesome. control car. The remote control. I'm like, you know, like a little like a lunar rover. Yeah, exactly. Look, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a, like a little one like from Star Wars, you know, and then yeah. there was a big one. So we're driving those around the aircraft carrier, and I'm like, has, has anybody sent one off the edge yet? It's like, nope. I'm like, Give me the controls. Let's What's do the this. Coolest piece of machinery you've ever seen on a base. Like the coolest thing. <sighs> the piece of machinery or anything could be a weapon. Could be uh, I don't know. I t I t man, being on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier, watching the planes take off from almost hand reaching Can't distance. The wind just like blow you off the deck. Oh yeah, we we stepped behind last week. We stepped behind a uh, 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 plane turning, and it, it blew me back three steps. Like a, it was like a 
turbo powered hair dryer. <laughs> yeah, right. blew me back two steps. But the, you have a you're with a, a chaperone. They're called a shooter up mm-hmm. there. They kind of direct in the traffic and they keep you, you know, in line so you don't get your face melted off. So when planes take off, isn't there? There's a, something underneath it, right? It's like a slingshot. It's a catapult. It's, a, it's catapult. a catapult. It's a steam driven catapult because they have to go. I know for myself, I, I also flew onto an aircraft carrier. Ooh, that's got to be crazy. That was awesome. How do you land on an aircraft? That's supposedly the hardest thing to do. Right? You land fast. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you just go from, when they land, they have to accelerate. It. Yeah, it's called tail hooking. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, one, less than 1% of the people in the world will ever tail hook onto an aircraft carrier. Mm. So it's, I actually have a plaque over there they gave me for tail hooking onto well, an aircraft so you carrier. Land- how so you, you land, just so there's, stop a, suddenly? there's literally a hook hanging off the airplane that catches a thick wire, and they have four in case you miss mm-hmm. four wires, and it just stops. It stops you, but the pilot has to accelerate to the full extent, so if he misses the tail hook, it can take off again. Mm-hmm. So you're just, I was in a, what's called a cod plane, so you sit in backwards, so you have, so, um, you have to get, you know, you have to brace yourself for, and it's great too, because there's no loudspeaker. So the guys are in the back, you know, they got the Star Wars masks on right. and everything. We're landing at 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really yeah. now and then. Yeah, but does it jerk you back? Oh, yeah, seat? it jerks you back. The whole like, the taking off part is the war is the most jerking because you go from zero to 130 miles an hour in three seconds. Yeah, the G force is so be it's insane. like you're you're supposed to you're strapped completely tightly and you're supposed to hold on to your 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 seat belts and, and lean your head forward. Mm-hmm. So you go from zero to 130 miles an hour in three seconds, and you, you have to break. I mean, I felt like my organs were coming out of my body. Yeah. Did you throw up? No, I thought I thought I was gonna I thought I, I was gonna I, throw I, up on yeah, the way I over. I but might have only because the breakfast was so good at the Bahrain hotel they put us up in. <laughs> this was a Did killer. You be, oh, you uh, you're being serious. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, okay. I never eat breakfast. I'm a comedian. We sleep through breakfast. Right. But I also had really funky insomnia when I was over there, so I was sleeping yeah. for four hours at a time. Well, your and, clock is all yeah, so I'd, I'd sleep for four hours and then get up and go to the gym and then come back and sleep for an hour and then mm-hmm. go in this. The, we spent two nights in a really swank Bahrain uh, hotel. So the spread, the breakfast spread was like right. omelet bar and, you yeah. know. Western style. Oh, to, to, I ate like so many eggs Florentine. Like, and, <laughs> and I never eat like that with cheese plates. So I, I chowed on that. And then mm-hmm. I got on the cod plane to take off to the carrier. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And the thing is, the guy, the because they have to give the announcements like a regular airplane, but they're not a corporate airplane. Yeah. So they're like, "All right, this is how you put on the seatbelt. If you're gonna throw up, please don't. But we got a garbage bag up here." <laughs> so, and then my favorite is when he, you know they say, "You know, in case of a water landing, you're gonna want to." He's like, "All right, if we end up in the water like we did on Tuesday, you're gonna oh, <laughs> just go ahead oh, and yeah. uh, do the pull this thing and all that." So, I mean, Grandma would always say that they, they like scaring you. Yeah. Did they do that? Did they do that to you? No, Graham. Graham was in our. Graham had been in some really hot zones. Yeah. <laughs> and I was. Thank God I wasn't in a hot. Apparently, uh, two car bombs went off a few hours after we left a base. But that was. I didn't see. You know, I have friends who have just been literally bombed wow. <laughs> and shot at, and yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So, um, thank God all the the people were being deployed elsewhere to do the fighting and, and I wasn't around much of that. Oh, so I didn't get really that scared. And I just missed like, like, you know, 
firing the weapons because they have to test weapons. I missed it by a day. I was so bummed. Oh. You're like, they hand me a 50 caliber. I'm like, let's spark it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, that was yesterday. Oh, can't we just do one? Can we just do one? Just once in my, I want to do a... Uh, Off the bow. I want to shoot a flamethrower once in my life. Oh, that would be good. That'd huh? be cool. Yeah. We had a... <laughs> when I, uh, I wrote for this uh, clip show with Bill Ingvall for uh, CMT, and we, we featured a, a kid shooting a 50 caliber rifle sniper rifle and uh did it knock him back oh it like knocked him back him. i'm a black guy or whatever <laughs> and so one of the jokes i wrote was you know this young whipper sniper is oh. uh and we, we recorded it. it was like cut cut what we can't say that stop stop who wrote that they objected to that <laughs> they objected to oh, whipper sniper <laughs> ah, kids and guns getting yeah. a bad rap these days <laughs> We kid the guns and the kids and the kids and the guns. Um, so you have any more of these planned? Um, not as of right now. I think Italy will come back, but I'll do it. I'll do it again. That's where you want to go. The hell with Bahrain. Well, you want to go to Italy. Get I don't, the, I those are your people. I you get some uh, <laughs> some wine. Oh, the wine. The I'll food. look up my relatives. Yeah. Do you know I, what part of Italy, Italy they're from? Uh, outside of Naples. I think it's outside of Naples, a little town called Formia. Okay. Okay. Um. But you I've been it, or you've never been? No, I've never been. I'm not going to say, I don't see, like I was in Hawaii, I I had three hours in Waikiki and drank a couple of Mai Tais. That was it. I don't get to, Can, Bahrain, I, 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 <laughs> I had a night off, but where are you going to go in Bahrain? Right. Watch the Molotov cocktails go off in the streets? But if they book your travel to say Europe and they say, okay, we're going to fly you home and say, like, hey, can I stay for a few extra days? And just uh, kinda... Honestly, man, you just want to get home yeah. so bad. I mean, the travel sucks. It really does, man. And you just... And, you know, since I have a That's kid. That's a theme for this travel podcast. Travel sucks, according <laughs> to Marie Valeriano. You heard it here first. The right? Travel Sucks podcast. Yeah. No. And not. everybody out there listening who loves travel, <laughs> Marie says it sucks. The, the travel. Well, the flights. Are, the yeah, flights. Everyone. on because you have a son, you want to get home. I want to get home. I want to get home to see the sun. Oh, and he loved, like, I send him videos of the planes taking off on oh, the aircraft God. carriers and stuff like that. And he loves it. And I brought him back an aircraft carrier. And he loves it, which drives my knee-jerk left-wing Democratic wife nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you brought home a war machine. A toy <laughs> My war wife machine. is so anti-gun. It's, right. it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you have none of no more of these planned. Uh, no more planned. I would, I, I would go back, but I need a break. Right. You know, I don't want to try it. I, yeah, I, I I'll, I'll try and hook you up. Else. I'll try and hook you. the guy who does it is uh, he does he doesn't actively do it anymore. They call him, and the thing that sucks is. The first thing to go in the military is the entertainment budget. Sure. So now, I mean, we're supposed to be giving back to the troops, but the secret is we get paid for doing this. We right. don't, you know, but, and so the money's gone down a lot. I mean, sure, they pay for your travel and put and there's you no up. There's no middle ground there. It's like they either get either lowball the comics or they get famous people. But there's yeah, no, exactly. Like, there's no middle there's no ground. There's no good paying one. Yeah, so that's why if <laughs> you know... no middle class with the Exactly, exactly. So, you know, it's like, you know, all right, am I going to be out two weeks? I'm going to make this, yeah. you know. and, and you but, get Murray or Drew Carey. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, after, especially after seeing what these people go through, it's like I, I, will do, I will do them as much as I can, you know. I will do them as these guys are away from... Uh, their family, you know, I, I remember like how many parents are here? Three quarters. Yeah. Three quarters of the however many hundreds of people came to my show. And I'm like, oh, man, I get to see my kid in three days. You don't get to see your kid for another eight months. Right. You know, so me complaining about a stay at home dad didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish like, I could be a stay at home dad. They're just like, boo hoo. 
Tired of seeing your kid all day? <laughs> no, they were really, really, really supportive. I mean, they were really fun, really supportive. The audiences are great, mm-hmm. you know. Actually, the one audience I thought would be terrible was uh, uh, a bass. That <laughs> there was a bass that we were told doesn't exist. Okay. Let's, let's say it was. Let's say it was camp. Camp Sheboygan for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why it's in Wisconsin. Yeah, but <laughs> I was gonna say. Good cheese at that base. Right. So we're we're driving down the you know what highway is in you know Bahrain or whatever, and there's a big sign for Camp Sheboygan. You know, like, uh, hey, the camp that doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, the there's secret a, camp. We're, there's we're a big to, billboard. We're supposed to turn left up here. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to an air. We went to a. I guess it was an Air Force base out in the middle of uh, deep in Bahrain somewhere. And uh, and it was just all like we said earlier, young, twenty something, you know, two hundred dudes, four girls, you know. And I'm just like, oh, this is this is gonna be rough. And it was a, probably the best show of the tour, man. I mean, you know, outside the the QFR one I was telling you about, it, they they loved it, man, because they were so appreciative that somebody came out and they, you know, pretty much is feel forgotten. Out yeah, there. get an hour and a half of not having to play cornhole. <laughs> this will oh, be God. this will be great. And they were awesome. They were great, man. It was in a little movie theater. What's it going to be like for women in a base like that? Oh, I'll tell you what, man. There, everywhere you go on a base is posters that say "Say no to sexual assault." Yeah. If you see something, say something. I mean, they are really sexual assault is a huge problem in the military, and uh, that's one you get. You're you're told, and you're, outside the gates, especially in the Middle East. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. And you're told you're not allowed. You know, there's a few things you're not allowed to talk about. You're not allowed to talk about the president because that's the boss. Yeah. You know, so I. I, I'm that's like a frightening thought. I know coming up. I know, and the thing is, I'm like, I'm like I turned to my friend Gary last week. I'm like, I have a couple Trump jokes. You yeah, see, might want to scratch those. Can I? He's not really president yet. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny. Like I kept going. Like I started doing bits, and I'm like going down that road towards Trump. I'm like, oh shit, I got to bail. Yeah. <laughs> and I switch gears. Oh shit, I'm going towards religion. Got to bail. <laughs> so you can't talk about that, the president. And, and you can't talk about sexual assault. Okay. And not to mention, I mean, really, who, so many sexual assault jokes. Too, uh, you like, know what? What decent comic doesn't have a good chunk on rape? Yeah. You know, so well, I mean, Cosby stuff. Yeah. Oh, true. So there, there's that kind of stuff to stay away from. And then I, I just stay away from religion, just obvious for obvious reasons, like I yeah. just said. But other than that, you're free. I mean, but it's a tough year. Just even on the cruise ships, it's tough to, you know, it's a no win. They don't tell you, don't talk about politics. But right. You can't win. You're gonna piss off half the crowd oh yeah either way you go yeah so there's no there's no big benefit any laugh you're gonna get is not worth it no no unless you take the generic all politicians are right oh yeah thieves or liars or what you know and that's we call that my dad's excuse for not voting yeah (laughs) they're all the same crooked yeah okay take no part in it well at least i mean i think i have less restrictions on, on the military than you do on the cruise ships Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because I can, I can say whatever I want, man. So they you have know? no like swearing. Uh, uh-uh. I was except like, except that cousin guy, he didn't like that. Yeah, well, that you know, fuck that guy. No, I gotta be, you gotta, yeah, cruises, you gotta be much cleaner. Oh, this I remember uh, on this last one, I, I had lunch with the the commanding officer of the ship and and the fun boss, and uh, <laughs> the fun boss says, uh, "Hey, the commanding officer just wants you to, know, you know, we we did a show where there was a bunch of kids in the audience, and the commanding officer just wants you to know." There are no kids in this show. <laughs> and so, wink. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And so, I, that's what I opened with. You know, the panty office told me there are no kids in this show. So, what the? And I just yeah. opened it up and they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know, because you just want, you know, you, 
you want to get the, you gotta they want to laugh and the, but you want to give them an escape too and you know so you, mm-hmm. I, I write a lot of jokes about what I saw on the thing so they can laugh at, at the at it you know they can laugh at the situation they're in and I usually try to write about like five or ten minutes up front about the base or the ship or, or something mm-hmm. like that and you get to talk to them in terms of like they even know why they're there anymore I mean what is the plan? what are they trying to do i mean are they just we just policing or are we is it still about iraq and afghanistan i mean oh I, my god it's just some blanket terrorism we're here to stop terrorists pretty much i mean that's I what mean, it's i just like an easy but we can find it anywhere really if you really look i mean here here's the scariest thing that happened to me yes about scariest here's the scariest thing that happened to me in in Djibouti. uh you know when you go when you go to entertain these guys you're you get the vip treatment you get tours all over. like i said yeah. i was in the qrf i was in the f-16s i went to the medical center jeez i was boring yeah <laughs> um but every time we go we would go to a different outpost or, or, or section or, or platoon or whatever they would say oh sorry uh, the first one was like, sorry, you know, we can't go tonight. We're on high alert because of things going on in Syria. I'm like, okay, no problem. Then we go to the next one. He's like, oh, sorry, we can't come to the show. We're high alert, you know, with everything going on in Somalia. And the next one, sorry, we can't, you know, with everything going on in Libya. Then the next one, sorry, we can't, with everything going on in North Korea. Like different countries. Were, and it was like, fuck, man. We yeah. are, we're everywhere. And we're, we are, we are the world's police, man. And it's just, and I tried to figure like, they wouldn't tell like i'm like so uh, we, when we went to tour the f-16s these guys are they're literally they're on the set they have the satellite phone with them at all times they're dressed they're ready to scramble and take off and go drop these bombs yeah and they're and, and i'm like so where are you going i can't tell you like when are you going i can't tell you <laughs> how long does it take you to get off the ground i can't tell you but do you get a sense that i mean can they do they think it's working i mean is there progress being made in some way do they even- i don't know i don't I don't know if they would admit it. If it yeah, wasn't, I don't. But. You know, I don't. I don't know. I try to. I guess I try to avoid talking I know, but about you gotta that. Hope that. If I'm there, you, you just want to know that you're making the difference in some way. Yeah. You know, if, if it's just endless, I mean, we could be doing this for the next. Oh, I well, we have been doing it this. Is <laughs> it I mean, is it, endless. It doesn't. I mean, I just. I I think there's a lot of. Uh, Maybe propaganda is the wrong word, but there's a lot of cheerleading that goes on. I remember well, it the, has to be, or else they're you know you don't keep their morale and at least give them the impression that they're doing the right thing. Yeah, you know, like with the loudspeakers with the curls, like you know, good morning, looks like a great day for freedom out there. Let's go out and you know defend democracy and spread it throughout the country, the world. And so there's a lot of cheerleading and stuff like that. I don't, I really didn't get into it if for people who think they're. You know, a handful of guys I talked to, you know, were like, "Yeah, man, I love my country and I love God, and I want to, I want to, I want to defend this country. It's a, it's a great country, you know." At least God's involved. Yeah, at least God's involved. God loves this country, so sure. why not? And he hates the and, other ones. Oh, every one of them, <laughs> except his chosen people, Israel. I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> your guys, your people. Yeah, uh, hey, yeah, I. But I don't know. I mean, again, you don't want to get. What do you want to do? You want to have a Thanksgiving family political discussion in, yeah, in, while I these mean. guys I, are I getting shot at? Brother, too. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see you once a year. We're going to argue about tax reform. Yeah. You know, let's just get through the dinner. And this is this is the way I approach it. These people have volunteered to serve this country, and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I am not for their reasoning. They're I consider they're better people than I am because I I, I didn't do it, and so I don't. For whatever their reasoning is, I, I don't question it. I'm glad they do it. 
and uh, I, I'll entertain them if I can. You know, I'm not going to get into a huge political discussion about it. No, no, no. Not the, not the place. Yeah. If you wanted to do it, you could always turn the gig down. Yeah, it's you know, true. Just like, and plus that's the I, only power we have as <laughs> comics and entertainers is to say no. But, again, I'm not – nobody, nobody – you know, I don't think anybody joined joins the military. I'm sure they're joining for the wrong reasons, but nobody, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't know. But it I didn't make you, was there ever a part of you that you saw them and was like, oh, I wonder if I could have done this. Oh, absolutely. That's the other thing. What I if I should have? Or wonder if I should have. I listen, I tell you what, every ex-military guy I know has amazing discipline. And I, I if I would have done it, if I had another chance, I'd probably join again. When well, if I did it again, on apparently can't uh, hold his booze. No, can't and naps all the time. <laughs> the guy naps all the time. Well, he was Navy. What do you want? Oh yeah, yeah. He was on a submarine. Oh, um, that sounds awful. Oh, submarine. submarines are terrible. They do. What do we talk about that with Maison? When oh yeah. he was on the show, but it just like it just sounds like my nightmare. What are they, what are they trapped they, in that inner tube under the water for oh. for months? And they call it what are they sleep rotation? What do they call it? I forget. Where you sleep for four hours, and then you get up, and I climb in your bed, and I sleep Ugh. for four hours. Then I get up, then the guy behind me sleeps for four hours. Oh, it's awful. It sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Imagine doing a, a a show on that, and then bombing, and then have to live in that tube with those guys oh. for two nights. <laughs> I don't even want to go to the cruise buffet and see him. Oh, that's and the other thing. Share a bed. That's the other thing, man. When you're getting these tours and you're and you're and you're looking at what these people put up with and the shit they're dealing with, you're like, oh my god, I got to put on a good show tonight. No. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel really did. bad if I tank, man. <laughs> these guys are putting up so much. <laughs> There's a bad show, and you get to go back and sleep on a, on a for four hours on a rock. <laughs> oh man, well, that last uh, in a shipping container. That uh, the last carrier i was on the stennis this past week choppy choppy waters man oh, I, the I first like one on the gulf was smooth it was i remember looking out it was glassy it was like conditions i would want if i was surfing if there were waves but this was like they said the day before waves were coming over the bow of the carrier oh like that's huge man oh, what a heave my guts oh and you're just walking stumbling around you laying in bed you feel like you're gonna roll off the cot off the top bunk we had to do bunk beds i never served but all the uh... Of all the branches, no way Navy for me. That would be the last one on my list. The right? last. Just me and boats have a long, sordid history. How do you not get sick on the cruise ships? There's, not, uh, there's a couple nights where I've only had a few nights where it was kind of like rocky, and then you just kind of uh -huh. like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the room tonight and right. kind of chill. And I never really had to take uh, Gramamine or anything like okay. that. For that. I'm, they're, they're so big. Sure. And then, especially in Alaska too, where it's just like once you get within the between the islands and the channels and stuff, it's like a lake. Oh, okay. But once you're out in open sea, there's a couple nights that I was like, mm -hmm. yeah. Think about the size of an aircraft carrier, and think about that and thing was that's rocking. Back that thing was rocking, that's man. A rough water. And, and at one point, because they were way out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you're yeah. in open sea like that. Who the hell knows? At one point, there was just like this. It was like it went up and then boom. Like that. I'm like, did oh. we hit something? Like it felt like we ran over a whale or something. <laughs> did we hit a whale? Like how big is those wake to, to rock an aircraft carrier, oh man? It was bleh. I didn't get I don't get sick, but it was it was a little oh, I would have I would have lost it. It was a little nerve wracking. I don't get yeah. I can't Yeesh. I don't get sick at all. All right. Well let's we should wrap this up actually. Where are we at, time wise? I can't read that. <laughs> it's a good pause. Oh yeah. Not like fifty two or something. That's right, what do you usually do? That's about, this is it. That's it? Usually you're 52? at home. You do a little 50, 52. 52. Ex exactly. Keep it 52? With two uh, cuts and uh, interruptions. Okay. That sounds good. We had that. 
We have both of those. Um, it's okay. Plug whatever you want to plug. Um, Where well, are you going to be? Where is coming up? 2017, I'm going to be on the road a lot. I'm excited oh. about that. Um, Seattle, San Francisco, Portland, off the top of my head. You can Sticking get... Sticking to the coast. So Yeah, I always... Pacific it's a North state tour. Pacific Northwest is my... <laughs> those are my people. Those are my people right I, there. I, I've never worked... Uh, Seattle or Port- well, I did the Portland Comedy Fest, Bridgetown. Oh, Bridgetown's fun. That was fun, and then, uh, but I've never performed in Seattle. Uh, neither have I. And I'm doing really? yeah. is it the Underground? Comedy no, I'm doing the Ace Theater. Ace Theater. I'm a theater. I'm a theater draw. Yeah, yeah. Who are you opening for? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that was good, that was good yes. stuff. That was good stuff. Well, how um, big is the Ace Theater? Oh, probably 100 seats. It's not that big. Okay, but yeah. you're you just me and Tim Lee. Yourself? Me and Tim Lee are gonna do it. Is this a safari? No, no. Deal? Just Tim, my buddy Tim, and I have just been touring together a lot lately. We seem to complement each other well. We're two opposite comics, and so we we tend to put on a good show. So nice. we've been doing that a lot lately. He's a good guy. He's easy to travel with. So it's just one nighter. Uh, it's a one nighter there, and then I'm doing a casino and uh, something else. I don't okay. know, but I'm pushing the Ace Theater. What time of year? In, when is this? Uh, between January and March. My tour poster will be up on Murray Valeriano Comedy on Facebook. <laughs> uh, hopefully, within the next couple of days, or you know, friend me on Facebook if you can, if you want. So, if you're open in that three month window, uh, look for Murray oh May fourth. I know May fourth. Yeah, you didn't the- give the date. That's what <laughs> I was looking for. That's the only date I know is May fourth is the Ace Theater because I just got off email okay. with her this morning. <laughs> but it'll be wet. It'll be wet up there. Oh yeah, it should be wet and cold and depressing. Mm-hmm. And I'll pick up a heroin Perfect for habit. Comedy. Yeah, I'll pick up a heroin habit and uh, yeah. brush start up. Start a my, band. <laughs> yeah, start a band and uh, see if the screaming trees are playing. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, what is your uh, wife who's a very successful uh, costume hold on I'm not done plugging myself yet oh yeah well, uh, I was gonna say you would you do this in shifts right if she's working on oh a film, yeah 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 we do this you in stay shifts. back here or sometimes you join her like you lived in we talked about it last time when you were there you lived in Canada oh yeah I was up in Okotoks and you hated it it was awful <laughs> it was terrible you lived in New York for a few months awful terrible you are right in the city it was yeah I was right in the city with a f- one month old Oh, yeah. So it was like I didn't a lot get of comedy to, clubs though. Yeah, I couldn't work at all. I couldn't work at all. But I'm ready to go back to New York. I love. I well, New York's always been my favorite city. I grew up in the shadow of it. I loved right. it. But you know, it was just miserable with it. I, I'm assuming I could be anywhere and I'd be miserable with a one month old. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. But now he's in school, and you don't want to take him out of school. Yeah. So we we actually might. There's there's talk of going somewhere over the summer. We have to sit down and talk about it. Um, but the good thing about that is. I know now, I learned the hard way, I know now to book stuff, to know where she's going as opposed to, oh, when I get there, I'll just book stuff. Yeah. Uh, now I know to, okay, if I'm going to New York, I'll, I'll call Gotham, I'll call Levitt, I'll call all that, you know, months out and book weekends that way and, and stuff like that. I made the mistake of last time, oh, I'll just book it when I get there. And then especially if we go to like yeah. middle America where it's road country. Right. They, oh, they've, been, oh, well, they've been booked for six months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll you six months from now. Yeah, like, yeah. No, but, but I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. So I learned that the hard way. So I'll, I'll be doing that. Did uh, Okay, so we got the Ace Theater. We have uh, Seattle, Portland. Where else? We got the Road Stories podcast. Road Stories podcast, uh, which is a lot of fun. Mike Siegel's been on it a bunch. Yeah, um, and then you have the, uh, you got a CD. I have a CD. It's called Rusty Cow. Um, it's great. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it uh, at my website, mariavaleriano.com. Um, or you can just listen to it for free on Spotify, and I'll get .075 cents. <laughs> yeah, right. And you'll be surfing. I'll be point. surfing, hopefully have tomorrow. Have you tried my uh, wetsuit yet? 
No, no, it's way too cold for that old wetsuit. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a four three now. I think yours is a three two. I don't even know. I think it is probably. Oh, it's so cold in Does the it water. Fit even? Have you tried? It I haven't on? tried it on. Okay, and I'm probably not going to because I know what I do in my wetsuit, and I don't want to get in what you do in your it. wetsuit. I, I don't pee in my wetsuit. What? I don't. Oh, you don't surf in the winter. Yeah. No. Oh, are you kidding? Sometimes that's the only thing that keeps you not numb. <laughs> And it is so cold out there right now. I know. That's why I don't. It, that's not fun for me. The the air is fifty one degrees and the water is sixty, so the water is actually warmer than the air. That doesn't sound fun. Oh, it's like you get out. Your fingers are so numb. You can't take off your wetsuit. Seen any uh, fish? Uh, any, uh, no, I haven't dolphins, seen any. Oh, uh, dolphins seals? all the time. Dolphins, seals all the time. Whales? I haven't seen a whale in a while. But uh, Walker, our friend Walker, and I were surfing down in uh, San Clemente, and a humpback came oh, probably with cool. within. 50 yards of us. Wow. And just, you know, sprayed, and then his cool. tail came up, and that's just, you know, it never gets old, man. Even no. dolphins and seals, which I see every day, never get old. Love seeing man. dolphins. Oh, seeing dolphins is great. And what happened over the summer, again, I was surfing, and dolphins were playing in the surf, and a dolphins, two dolphins were surfing in the wave in front of me, coming down the face. Oh, oh that wow. was just, that's awesome. That's happened a few times, and it's just great. One time there was a, uh, you know, I surf in kind of Venice, Santa Monica area mostly, so there was a drum circle on the beach one day. Of course. <laughs> with all the hippies. As, uh, yeah. As, <laughs> and by was, one day, I mean every day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, but the, the rhythm like, and, the, and the thumping from the beach into the water attracted, I would say, 25 dolphins. And they all it just... attracts them, really? Yeah, they just got into that rhythm, and, and, it attra- and they just started playing in a circle in front of this drum circle and jumping and spinning, and it was like a SeaWorld show. But for free, and they weren't abused. And now those <laughs> dolphins are following fish. Band and the fish. All right, we got to wrap this up. All right, thank, thank you, Mike, for, for having it. me. I appreciate it. It's no. good to see you. I haven't seen you a lot lately. I know. You've been sick and uh, You've been traveling. Yeah. I know this is my first. I've been, in, uh, been on the couch for the last four days. Well, thank you for getting off the couch. Oh, thank you for having me off the couch. <laughs> it's nice All to right. get off the couch. All right. Murray Valeriano, everyone. Thank you, Mike. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette Trunks in the front, making out for your set and middle acts doing blow more missing merch and drive the rental car past another mega church and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon